say your name again? It's Catherine Jean Myers. And where do you live, ma'am? Okay. Um, and who do you reside there with? My husband, Thomas Myers. And how long have you lived in Defiance? Five years. Uh, are you working outside the home right now? No. Have you ever worked outside the home? Not since my husband and I have been together, no. All right. Uh, so you've been in Defiance five years. Uh, are you acquainted with uh, Dixie Shanahan? Yes, I am. Do you see her in the courtroom today? Yes, I do. Uh, seated at the table over here? Yes. Your Honor, let the record show the witnesses identified the defendant. How long have you known the defendant, Dixie Shanahan? Uh, a little over a year. Do you remember when you first met her? Um, we became acquainted um, through my granddaughter and her children. And who, who, what's your granddaughter, uh, what's your granddaughter's name? Adeline. And is, is it your daughter and her children or your granddaughter and her, your granddaughter's children? No, it's my daughter and okay. her child. So Adeline is your granddaughter? Yes, she is. And Adeline, would, was she a friend of the Shanahan children's? Yes, she was. Played with him? Yes. All right. Uh, and you, uh, after you met the defendant, did you become a friend of the defendants? Yes. Uh, and did you know where they lived? Yes. And when I say they, I mean uh, Dixie Shanahan and her children. Calling your attention to the monitor up there, do um, you see that photograph uh, <coughs> on the TV monitor? Yes. That's state's exhibit number one. Do you recognize that? Yes. And. Could you tell the jury what uh, what you recognize it to be? Shanahan home. Now, where did you live in relation to the Shanahan home? Um, we live outside town, but my daughter lives just a couple blocks from Dixie. Um, so your daughter lives a couple blocks. How far would you estimate you live uh, from the Shanahan home? Um, two miles. Now, um, when you first met the defendant, uh, was Scott Shanahan present, to your knowledge, at the Shanahan residence? No. Uh, had you, have you ever met Scott Shanahan? No. Would you know what he looks like? Um, I had seen a photograph in a newspaper. Other than that, would you know what he looks like? No. Uh, did you ever ask the defendant, or did she ever tell you uh, uh, where Scott was? That he had left. Um, did she say uh, where he had gone? Um, she had heard um, Avoca. She told you that he was living in Avoca? Yes. Did she describe to you in any way the circumstances uh, under which he left? That he had been very abusive to her and um, that at the time that he had left, he had not wanted the the baby that she was carrying, Brittany, and um, he had been abusive at that point, and she was she wanted him out of there because she was afraid for Brittany's life. All right, and so she told you that he had moved to Avoca. She 
she had said she had heard that. All right. Did she say who she'd heard that from? No. Uh, let me call your attention then to the day she was arrested. Uh, do you remember the date? Uh, October 20th. All right. And uh, do you recall the events of that day that she was arrested? Yes, I do. When was the first time you would have spoken with uh, the defendant, Dixie Shanahan? Um, I had talked to her that morning. About what time? It was early morning. Um, she was babysitting for my grandson that day, and usually we had talked on the phone quite often. And I, I think one of my sons had come home or my husband hadn't left for work or something, you know, as to why the phone conversation was cut short. When you say early morning, could you give the jury an approximate time uh, so we, we have an idea of what you mean? Probably between 7.30 and 8. And she was babysitting your grandson at that time? Yes. Uh, do you recall anything in particular about that conversation? No, I, it was just a normal conversation. Uh, did she regularly babysit uh, uh, your, your grandson, the defendant? Um, when I wasn't able to watch Salvador, um, she's she's watched my grandchildren a lot. My grandchildren are very fond of Dixie. Okay. Did you hear from the defendant, Dixie Shanahan, again that day, October 20th? Yes. Um, at 10 minutes after 12, she had called to see if my husband is home from work yet. And how would you, uh, how would you just uh, describe her voice at that time? She was upset. Um, Why did she want, want to know whether your husband was home? <clears throat> uh, she said that she had needed a ride home from the sheriff's department. Now, do you drive or at least you, were you able to drive at that time? No. So, and your husband was at work? Yes. What did you tell the defendant then? Uh, I was expecting him home any time because on Mondays he has a short day. Uh, did you ask her uh, what the situation was? Yes. What did you say to her? I asked her what was wrong. And what did she tell you? She said that she would explain later. She couldn't explain now. Uh, so did you and the defendant reach any kind of, of a agreement about what would happen at that point? Uh, no. She, was she going to call you back? Or? She called Mac again at 1225, and my husband still wasn't home. Uh, so what happened at that point? Um, my husband came home shortly thereafter. Uh, Sheriff Kavanaugh gave her right out to our home. So the defendant did come to your home that uh, that day? Yes, she did. Could you tell us about what time it was she arrived? Somewhere between 1230 and 1. And uh, you were pretty close friends with her. Uh, where were you when she arrived? And could you describe those circumstances to the jury? Uh, I was I was in the bedroom talking to my husband, and I heard Dixie say Kathy, Kathy, <coughs> and uh, she was extremely upset. 
So you went out and you found she just she come on in the house then. Yes. Now, when you say uh, extremely upset, uh, that may mean something to you, but maybe it means something different to someone else. How would you? What did you actually see that made you believe she was upset? She said that she had something to tell me, and uh, she just couldn't yet. Uh, all right. Was she? Uh, uh, I don't mean to put words in your mouth. Was she crying? Was she edgy? How would you describe her? How she was acting at the po that point? She she was crying at the time. Um, uh, my husband went and picked up an 18-pack of beer and two packs of cigarettes for her. Had she wanted uh, had she wanted to go get those herself? What she had asked to either borrow the car or if my husband could go get them for her because she needed to calm down. And so you sent your husband to go get that? And yes. She, she stayed with you? Yes. And when I say she, I mean the defendant, Dixie? She yes. Had. How long was he gone, your husband? Mm, not even five minutes. Pretty, is there a convenience store up there that, uh, that that you regularly go to? Is that where he went? Yes, he went to Brenda's, Brenda's convenience store. Brenda's. Uh, while he was gone, did you and the defendant, uh, Dixie Shanahan, have any, any conversation about what was going on? No. Uh, once your husband came back, uh, did he bring the beer and the cigarettes back? Yes, he did. When he brought those back to your residence, uh, what happened then? Um, Tom and Dixie had a beer, and uh, Dixie was still unable to tell me what was going on. Were you asking what's what's the, what's upsetting you? What's the problem? yes? I was. I was very concerned about her. Now, and she still was not able to tell you at that point. No. Did you receive a call somewhere around this time? Um, it was a little bit later. Uh, my husband had gone in and was going to pick up the kids. Um, and dispatch had called and said that they were through with her car. The sheriff's dispatch? Yes. Oh, okay. And said that she could come down and pick up the car. And I had informed them then that one of my sons would pick it up later because she was too upset to drive at the time. So did your um, did your husband then leave to go get the kids? And I'm, you're t speaking about the Shanahan children and your, your grandson? Yes. Okay. And then uh, we called Teresa because after dispatch had called and said that they were going to the house, um, Dixie had said that they would find him. So we what? called and asked him not to bring the children back. Let me stop there. Um, so when dispatch called, they said that they were done with the car and, you, and that could be picked up. And then, did they also say that now we're going now they're going to start searching the house? Yes. Okay. And did you tell uh, the defendant Dixie, <coughs> Dixie Shanahan that? Yes. And when you told her that, what are you saying? She said. She said that they would find him. Did you know what she meant by that? 
I asked her what she meant. And what did she say? She said she couldn't take it no more. Did she say who they were going to find? I, I know she did not, but I knew who she meant. Did she say what she had done to him? Uh, after a while, yes, she did. And what did she say? She had shot him. Did she tell you where he was? Um, at that point in time, Dixie was very hysterical. Um, she had been crying off and on throughout the day, the time that she had been there. And I couldn't quite understand. It, it was something to do with a bathroom and a bedroom. All right. How did, how did the defendant Dixie Shanahan feel about what she had done? I'm going to object to the way that question's phrased at this Same. point in time. Let me ask you this. Did she say how she felt about what she had done to Scott? Uh, uh, she said she didn't know if it was right or wrong, but she just couldn't take it no more. Didn't she use the word justify? I, yeah, I think that was the word that was used. It was... I don't recall just how the word, it was justifiable, what I did or what I didn't do, but I just couldn't take it no more. And what she was saying to you, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but she's saying to you, I, I can't justify what I did. Isn't that what she said? Mm, no. I, I don't I think at, at that point in time I, I don't know really what she was saying she was saying I don't know whether it was right or wrong is that what you're saying I think what she was saying and that's that at the time she didn't you know she didn't know didn't know what you know she just I really don't know you know I I, I can't save. You've been interviewed a couple of times in this mm -hmm. case by the investigators. Mm -hmm. And I think it was in that uh, first interview you told them that uh, she said she couldn't justify what she did. She said she couldn't justify whether it was right or wrong, but she couldn't take it no more. So she did say that. Right or wrong, you know. And she couldn't justify it. Isn't that right, ma'am? Yes. All right. Now, at some point, did the sheriff uh, return to your home that yes. day? Yes. And uh, did he have uh, Dave Jobs with the DCI with him? Yes, he did. Um, when the sheriff uh, arrived at your home, where was the defendant, Dixie Shanahan? Uh, in the closet closet in the bedroom yes hiding yes and when the sheriff and Dave Jobs arrived what did Dixie Shanahan ask you to do 
or say to him? First of all, she had said that she wanted us to tell him that she wasn't there, and we told her that we couldn't do that. Then did she finally come out of hiding, and was she arrested? Uh, she came out Im immediately, and yes, she was arrested. Right. Nothing further, Your Honor. <clears throat> Kathy, when Dixie talked to you uh, about Scott and said he'd left, she told you he'd been very abusive to her. Is that right? Oh, yes. And that he didn't want the baby? Yes. The baby who's now Brittany? Yes. And that she wanted him out for fear of Brittany's life? Yes. When Dixie came to your house on the day that the search occurred, yes. the day you had your conversation, uh, you described her as extremely upset? Yes. Crying? Yes. Different than you'd seen her before? Very different. You were asking her what was going on? Yes. Did you feel you needed to ask her what was going on because of the way she was acting? Yes. So she was acting upset enough and unusual enough that you felt you needed to get to the bottom of what was going on, correct? Yes. When the dispatch called uh, and told you they were now going to search the home, are you the person who told Dixie that? Yes, I am. How did she react? Um, just quietly said they're going to find him. She didn't get more upset at that point, did she? No. It was kind of a quiet resignation, wasn't it? It's just kind of a, they're going to find him. When she told you she shot him, do you remember the words that she used? Um, I was trying to get out of Dixie basically what was going on because when, when she had said they're going to find him, I said, what did you do? You know, Dixie, where is he? But what I'm trying to get at, Kathy, is what words did she use? Do you know or are you... She said, I shot him. Okay, those were her words. I yes. Shot And then at that point in time, did you and her continue to talk about it a little bit? Um, at that point in time, Dixie started crying hysterically. And uh, a couple times she'd laid down on the sofa and was kind of holding her stomach. And, And she made some comments to you about not knowing if it was justified or if it was right or wrong. Or yes. Did, she may have made several different comments along those lines. Is that correct? Yes. 
uh, kind of talking to herself out loud a little bit. I'm not sure. But those statements weren't particularly in response to anything you asked, were they? No. It was her moment of soul searching, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't have any other questions. Thank you. No questions, Your Honor. Thank you, Kathy. You're excused. Go ahead. Thank you, Your Honor. Would you tell the jury your name, please? Dixie Shanahan. How old are you, Dixie? 36. When were you born? 1967. Do you have any uh, brothers and sisters? Yes, I do. Who are they and what are their ages? Um, Randy Schreiber is 38. Donna Kelly is 40. Diane Dax is 42. And Ron Schreiber is 45. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. As we learned last week, that microphone's not an amplifier, it's for the TVs. So speak up plenty loud so the jury can hear you, okay? Okay. All right. Who were your parents? Um, Richard and Darlene Schreiber. And are they still alive? Uh, my mother is and lives in Sweetwater, Texas. My father died when I was two and a half. Did your mother remarry? Yes, she did. And who did she remarry? Frank Street. And do you know when that was? And I believe in 1976. Where were you born, Dixie? Muscatine, Iowa. And where have you lived throughout your life? Um, I've lived in Denison, Iowa, uh, Utah, Nebraska, and Harlan, in Defiance. After your mother remarried, uh, did you develop any kind of a relationship with your stepfather? As to? How did you get along with your stepfather? Not very well. What happened between you and he? Um, he was sexually abusing me from as far back as I can remember. Can you remember a point in your life when you were not abused? No. Was this abuse just of you? No, it was of all of my sisters. How long did that go on? Uh, 10 years or more. When did the abuse by your stepfather stop? In 1984. All right, why did it stop in 1984? Um, I confronted him and told him that I was gonna go to the police and my stepfather ended up leaving with another woman that was staying at our house because he was afraid that I was gonna go to the police. What else happened in 1984? I moved to Defiance. And did you move anywhere in particular? With Scott's mom and dad, Alan Beverly Fazer, to the same house I'm in right now. How did you happen to meet them? 
I was dating Scott um, at the time. And why did you uh, move in with the Shanahan's? My mother um, knew that I did not want to go. My mother was moving to Nebraska and to stay with my stepdad's father at the time. And my mother knew that I did not want to go. Um, my mother asked Scott's mom if I could stay there. And you've lived in that home since 1984, Yes. <clears throat> Who were Scott's parents again? Alan Beverly Fazer. Did you develop a relationship with Al and Beverly? Yes. Describe your relationship, first of all, with Al. Um, Al was a really bad diabetic, had both his legs off. Um, he was legally blind, um, but we got along very well. Did he require special care? Yes, he did. Tell the jury the kinds of special care that Al required. Um, Sometimes to help him walk, he had he had a lot of episodes of uh, insulin reactions. Um, he he just needed in general help. He couldn't see things, um, so of course I, I would help him get things and and help him do the things that he needed to do. Did you develop a close relationship with Bev? Yes, a very close relationship. Could you describe to the jury the nature of that relationship? Um, I did everything basically for her. Um, she had had a heart attack in 1986 and had a triple bypass. Um, and I would drive her to the stores or take her where she needed to go. I would do her business for her. Um, in 1988, uh, she was in the hospital for ammonia, and she was on oxygen 24 hours a day. Um, so therefore, it required she required more care at that time. Did you develop a close relationship with Bev? Yes, I did. How would you describe the way you felt about Bev? Uh, she was my, more like my mother than my own mother. Did you love Bev? Yes, I did. Would you describe your relationship with her as a loving relationship? Yes. She loved you too? Yes. <clears throat> you had all also met Scott, correct? Yes. And you and Scott were dating? Yes, we was. And when would you say you and Scott started dating? Um, 1983, I believe. Did you see Scott's relationship with his parents? Yes, I did. How would you describe that relationship? Um, very volatile relationship um, in terms of, it, it could be something that they was watching a TV, for instance, a Jerry Springer show. And he would just, she would say something, you know, about she Bev. She, Bev would say something, and he would get mad because she didn't agree with him. How would he react? He would beat on her. Was this an isolated instance, or no? This was an ongoing thing. <clears throat> How 
how would you describe at that point in time in the early 80s your relationship with Scott? I guess okay. Would he ever abuse you? Yes. To begin with, in the early 80s, what did that abuse consist of? Uh, more verbal abuse than physical abuse. Was most of the physical abuse on his mother back then? Yes, it was. Does that mean he never physically abused you back then? No. No, he. there was some physical abuse, but not to a great extent. All right, what do you mean by not to a great extent? Um, not... Not like it ultimately became? Right, not like it ultimately became. Would he hit you? Yes. Would he slap you? Yes. More than once? Yes. To the point where you were bruised? Yes. But in your opinion, that wasn't so severe? No, that was, no, not as severe as it became, no. Even though he hit you to the point where he left bruises? Yes. Describe Scott's temperament in general. He could flip on a nickel. He would go out one door, say go out my patio door and be in one frame of mind and come in the other door and be irate. Was that fairly common? Yes. Was it predictable? No. What kinds of things would set him off? Um, that the, the lawnmower wouldn't start, that there was no gas, um, money. Um, he would go work on his cars in the shop and get mad at something down there. And ultimately, I was the one that it got taken out on. And when you say you, it got taken out on you, what do you mean? I got beat. Describe those beatings. Um, very bad. Um, I've had guns pointed at me. Um, he would beat me ultimately. Um, I, I had a lot of bruises on my face, but most of them was on my arms um, or my legs um, so that nobody could see them. Now, some of those cases you reported, didn't you? Yes, I did. How many did you report to the police? Three. When was the first one? In 1997. Tell the jury about that incident. Um, I can't recall. The, the, it, it was an argument. Um, I can't say that I recall exactly what happened at that point in time, but it was enough for me to, to call the police ultimately. Do you remember the second reported incident? Yes, I do. Tell the jury about that. Um, he was beating on me again, um, and I believe it was not long after the first one, um, and at the time, we had, I believe we had went to Council Bluffs and, or Omaha, and then ultimately we got into an argument on the way home over, 
I, I don't think it was a huge argument, but he ended up uh, punching me in the side of the face, um, banging my head into the the door of the glass on the on the car. Um, my little boy Zachary was at the babysitter's house. He told me that. I needed to get out of the house, which I refused to do. Now, when you say he... Scott told me to get out of the house. Um, he was going to go to town here in Harlan and pick up my little boy at the babysitter. My girlfriend was babysitting. And I called her when he was on his way down there because he told me he was going to take the kids, take Zachary and leave. And I would never see him again. Um, Did he threaten that often? Yes, very often. That was, yes. Now, in 1986, well, let's back up a little bit. Did you and Scott ever get married? Yes, we did. When? In 1995. And did you and Scott have children? Yes, we did. How many children do you have? Three children. What are their names and ages? Zachary is seven and a half, Ashley is six, and Brittany is 13 months old. Uh, in 1986, do you recall an incident where you went to see your family that you hadn't seen for a while? Yes, I did. What happened when you went to see your family? Um, I went to visit my family for the weekend. Um, when I came back, um, because I had went to see my family, he was very mad. Um, I got beat when I got back and I was told that they was worthless and a bunch of trash and that I should have nothing to do with them. How long had it been since you had actually visited your family? Um, a couple years at that point in time. So was that basically the first visit since you had moved in with the Shanahan? Yes. Did uh, something happen to uh, Scott's mom in uh, February of 1986? She had a heart attack. How did Scott handle that? Uh, very bad. What did he do? Um, he, of course, I... He started drinking. Um, he took it out on me as if it was my fault. Um, she was in the hospital quite a long time, I believe three or four weeks at the time because she was that sick. Did any threats ever result from that? Threats? Scott ever threaten you with anything? Scott threatened me with a gun. Yes, he did. Can you describe that incident to the jury, please? Um, he had me down on the floor with a gun pointed right at my face saying, I'm going to kill you. When, when was Zachary born? 1996. When was the first time you tried to leave Scott? 1997. In 1996, when Zachary was born, uh, how did Scott react to that? 
He didn't want to have a baby because he said that we couldn't be as we did not have children that we would not know how to take care of the baby. Very upset about it. Did he think it would affect your ability to work? Yes. Had you been working? Yes. Tell the jury uh, your employment history, the places you've worked and the approximate times you've worked there. Um, I worked up in, I worked at Variety for um, a summer, I basically, uh, after I got out of high school, I worked at Alco Discount up in Denison um, up until, I believe, 1989. Um, I worked at the Baptist Memorial Home from 1990 to 1997. And then after that, I worked at Eventide Lutheran Home in, or in Denison following that. Um, when I was working at Eventide, I worked there on the day shift. I worked five days a week there. I also had a job at Little Flower Haven over in Erling. On my days off, I worked at Little Flower. And also at Eventide, I worked my five days a week and I worked three nights also a week there too. So I was working from six o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Three where, days a week. Where was Scott working? Nowhere. The first time you left uh, Scott Dixie, can you tell the jury what happened? I moved to Harlan and he just kept hounding me, kept after me, saying that it would work, you know. Would he call you? Yes, he would. Would he visit you? Yes. Would he have friends call you? Yes. He hounded my friends to the point of being unrealistic. He would call them all the time. <clears throat> and did you ultimately go back? Yes, I did. Did Scott make you certain promises if you came back? Yes, he said that he would, he would change, he would get counseling, he would do whatever it took to keep our marriage together. Did he actually do some of those things? Uh, at first, yes. How long would that last? Four or five months. Then what would happen? Um, he would quit going to counseling. He would quit taking his medication. And then it would just start again. What would start again? Uh, the beatings. Was there anything different about the beatings this time? They became more volatile. More severe? More, yes. More bruises? Yes. During these times, would uh, he make any threats concerning the children? Yes, he was going to take the children and run. And I would never be able to find him. When was Ashley born? 1998. In January uh, of 1988, 1988 now, did something happen? with Scott's uncle? Yes, his uncle passed away. And uh, what did that do? And that would be Bev's brother, correct? Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. And what happened to Bev at that time? Um, she got a pneumonia going to the funeral and ultimately ended up in the hospital. 
how did Scott react to that? Um, very upset. How did he treat his mother? Very badly. What do you mean by very badly? The jury needs to know. He would beat her from head to toe, black and blue, from here to here. What would Bev do about that? Cover it up. She didn't want anybody to know, did she? No, she didn't. That was her only son. How did you feel about that? Very bad. Did Bev talk to you about uh, Scott and her relationship with him? Yes, she did. Did she ask you to do anything for her? She asked me to always keep an eye out for him if something ever happened to her. Did she make you promise that? Yes. Did you take that promise seriously? Yes, I did. She was a wonderful person. You okay? Yeah. Also in 1988, did uh, something happen to Scott's grandpa? Um, actually, in, in January of 1988, his stepfather also passed away. Um, his mom was in the hospital, and he was at home, and was, I was taking care of him while she was in the hospital. And his his uh, his uncle died on the 11th of January, and his stepdad died on the 22nd of January. Um, in October of that same year, his grandpa, who was 88 years old at the time, had lived on a farm outside Defiance, um, fell and broke his hip and wrist, and so he came to town to live with us. All right, so at that point in time, who was living in the home? Me and Scott and Bev and his grandpa. Uh, how did that affect things in the home? Um, his grandpa required a lot of care, and as I say, she was on oxygen. Um, I was working at the nursing home in Harlan, and I was coming home from the nursing home to take care of his grandpa so that she didn't have to do it. How did this situation affect Scott? Um, it, make him, it made him very upset because he was not the focus of attention. Somebody else needed more care. Now, throughout all of this time, Dixie, would, would there be occasions when you and Bev were being beat by Scott? Yes. How often would you say that that would occur? Um, I'd say in, at that time, probably twice a week on an average. Is there an incident uh, in 1988 where Scott called you from a bar in Harlem? Yes, he did. Can you describe that to the jury? Um, he got mad. Him and, and his mom had got into a fight. He got mad and took off to Harlan and ultimately ended up in the bar. Um, about two o'clock in the morning, he called and wanted me to come down and pick him up because the cops was circling around the square. Um, I ultimately got dressed and came to Harlan 
and when I got down to Harlan, I couldn't find him. Um, I finally ended up going back home. When I got home, he was in an argument, and he was hitting on his mother, Bev. Um, me and him then got into argument because I told him to leave her alone. Um, he ultimately picked up a chair and threw it at me across the kitchen. That chair hit anything? The dishwasher. In uh, 1990, did you start working at Eventide? Yes, I did. What did you do there? I was a nurse's aide. How long did you work there? Um, I believe approximately a year. Did you make any friends there? Oh, I, ex you're, you're, excuse me, just take this back because you're talking about the wrong nursing home. I oh. worked at Elmcrest in 1990. Okay. I started there. Yes, I did make friends there. Would you confide in those friends? Yes, I would. Would there ever be times when you would go to work after Scott had given you a beating? Yes. What would you do about the way you went to work and what you did? I would wear long sleeves so that it wasn't known that I had bruises all over. Were you ever asked about that? Yes. What would you tell them? Nothing. So you hit it? I hit it, yes. At some point in time, about that time, did Bev get what's called a king of hearts? Yes, she did. Can you tell the jury what that is? It is. She was having heart problems again and had went down to her heart doctor, and it's, it's a monitor to monitor your heart, um, and you hook it up to the telephone like every night so that and they erase it so it can start again the next day. Did Bev require a great deal of care after that? Yes. How did Scott react to that? Um, he didn't like it. it. The focus was not on Scott. How did that affect the beatings? They got worse. In 1993, did something happen with Scott's grandpa? His grandfather passed away. How did Scott react to that? Very badly. How did he demonstrate uh, how he felt about his grandfather dying? By beating. Did that seem to be his typical reaction to things that bothered Yes. <clears throat> what happened in 1994? His mother passed away. Was that a particularly crucial time for you and Scott? Yes, it was. You were very close to Bev, correct? Yes. Was that hard on you? Yes. How did Scott react? Went off the wall. What do you mean by went off the wall? Started beating me more frequently about anything. It didn't matter. It could be anything would set him off. Did you discuss this with certain persons in the community? 
Yes. In particular, did you talk to an attorney? You don't need to identify the attorney, but did you talk to an attorney about it? Yes, I did. In 1997, you filed charges on Scott, correct? Yes. And you ultimately went back? Ultimately, I went back. Why'd you go back? I wanted my family to be together. I didn't want my kids to not have a father. Every time that you tried to leave Scott, think about Bev also? Yes. And the promise you made to her? Yes, I did. How did you feel about that? Bad because I had promised I would take care of him and I felt I wasn't doing that for her. The second time that you made a report, were you pregnant? Yes, I was. With Ashley? With Ashley, yes. And uh, when was Ashley born exactly? What's her exact birth? April 1st of 1998. How much uh, uh, age difference is there between Zach and Ashley? 18 months. Did Scott uh, say anything about being pregnant with Ashley? He wanted me to have an abortion. What'd you tell him? No. What did he do? Beat me. What Particularly he... beat me in my stomach, knowing I was pregnant. Did he tell you why he was doing that? Because he was going to get rid of the baby. Did you leave? Yes, I did. Where did you go? To Texas. And who's in Texas? All my family is in Texas. How did Scott react to that? He went off the wall. He tried everything to get me back. Did he get you back? Yes, he did. Did he do things in particular that you thought might help your relationship with him? He went to counseling again. He was taking his medication. And when you came back, how were things? At first, it was very fine. Did it seem like maybe it was going to work out? Yes, it did. This time, finally? This time, finally, yes. Did it? No. How bad was it this time? Worse than before. In what way was it worse? Uh, the beatings got more frequent, they got more intense, they was worse. More severe? More severe. Did you go back to work? Yes, I did. Where did you go? To Eventide and Denison. Was there an incident about this time with Scott involving some steps? Yes, we got into an argument. Um, and we was by my basement steps, um, and he ultimately threw me down the steps. What happened when he threw you down the steps? Um, it chipped my front teeth. Are they and still I, chipped? Yes, they are. And then what else happened? 
Um, he beat on me again. Was there an incident where uh, you and Scott were talking about his priorities and his need to have a job? Yes, there was. More than once? Yes. Was there one in particular involving a toilet? Yes. Can you describe that to the jury? Um, he, he had this shop and he did work on cars, but not as a job, not ever as a job. Um, I told him that he needed to get a job and, and work on these as a hobby. Um, he ultimately stuck my head in the toilet and told me he was going to flush my head down the toilet. And my children seen this. When you told Scott to get his priorities straight, how did he react to that? He went off on me again by beating me, saying he had his priorities straight. Did he ever use anything to hit you? Yes, he took a gun and hit me in the ear. Did he ever use a cowboy boot? Yes, he beat me on top of the head with a cowboy boot. Did you leave again? Yes, I did. Where did you go? To Texas. Did you go straight to Texas or did you go to a hotel for a I while? I went to a hotel for a while first. How did you get to Texas? Uh, my sister came. Which sister? My younger sister, Denise. What happened when you were gone? Um, he kept calling me all the time, bothering me. Was it just him that would call? No, he would have my friends calling. Was it just you that he called? No, he called my mother, he called my sister, he called anybody he could get a hold of down there. It didn't matter. Did he make promises? Yes, that he would change. Did you go back? Yes, I did. Why did you go back? To preserve my family. What happened when you went back? He was fine for a while again. He was on medication. He was going to counseling again. Then what happened? He stopped it all again. How would he treat you? Um, the beatings became worse, more intense. identify them. Uh, this is Exhibit 64. Uh, can you just tell the jury what that is? Um, it's a door in my basement where he had bashed my head into the door. Does it show the damage to the door from Yes, that? it does. Is this photograph a true and accurate representation of what it shows? Yes, it is. I'm going to show you Exhibit 65. Can you tell the jury what that is? This is 
another door in my house where he has smashed my head against it and made a hole in it also. Is this photograph 65 a true and accurate representation of what it shows? Yes. I'm gonna show you photograph 66. Can you tell the jury what that is? Another place where my head went through the door on a different door. Is that photograph a true and accurate representation of what it shows? Yes, it is. I'm gonna show you exhibit 67. Can you tell the jury what that is? That is a door that was just in the last picture, but it is covered up so that nobody could see the hole in the door. So exhibit 67 is the same door as we saw in exhibit 66? Yes. Is this a true and accurate representation of what it shows? Yes. I'm gonna show you exhibit 68. Can you tell the jury what that is? That is my dishwasher where he had threw the chair at me and I moved out of the way and it hit the dishwasher instead. Is exhibit 68 a true and accurate representation of what it shows? Yes. Your Honor, I would offer exhibits 65, 66, 67, 68, and 64. Good evidence. I have word here that witness, Your Honor. Yes. yes. <clears throat> uh, Ma'am, for example, I'm looking at exhibit 64, the first one you mentioned. That's the door. Yes, it when, is. When was that photograph taken? After I got out of jail. Did you take that photograph? No, I did not. So this was taken sometime after October of 2003? Yes. Uh, and 65, uh, when was that photograph taken? These, these pictures are all taken on the same day. They were all taken after you got out of jail? After I got out of jail, yes. That would have been more than a year after Scott Shanahan died. Yes. These were taken after you were charged with murder in this case? Yes, they were. After you'd returned living to this house? Yes. No objection, Your Honor. 64 through 68 are admitted. Dixie, so the jury understands these photographs all represent different instances that Scott abused you, correct? Yes. And these are photographs of damage that remain in your home to this day? To, the, to this day, yes. And all of these represent separate instances, correct? Correct. And these are all in addition to the photographs the jury has already seen. Yes. Where you got the black eyes. Yes.
Was there an incident where you uh, were tied up by Scott? Yes, I was. Did that happen one time? No. How many times did that happen? Three times. Tell the jury about the first time, please. Um, we had gotten an argument and he grabbed me by the hair, took me to the basement, um, tied me up with a clothes hanger with my hand coming back and said, you know, I could let you just sit here and die. He said, and nobody would know the difference. How long did he leave you there? Uh, a couple days. Did he let you uh, up to go to the bathroom, Dixie? No. What would you do? Wet myself. For two days? Yes. Was there another time that he tied you up? Yes, he tied me up again with my hands behind my back uh, with barbed wire. How long were you tied up? Um, approximately a day, I would say. Why was he tying you up? Because he was mad. Had you told him you were going to leave? Yes. What did he tell you when you said you were going to leave? I, you're not going anywhere, and you are not taking the kids. Was there another time he tied you up? Yes. What happened that time? Um, he again took me to the basement, tied me up, um, told me he could leave me there as long as he liked because nobody would ever know. Did you believe that? Yes. Was this because you'd said you were going to leave? Yes. After he did that, did you leave? No. Why? Because I was too scared. And my priority was to get my kids out of there. I wasn't leaving without them. Did you then ultimately leave again, Dixie? Yes, I did. When was that? Um, in, I believe, in September of 2000. Where did you go? To Texas. Who did you stay with? My sister. <clears throat> Which sister? My sister, Diane Bax. How did you manage to leave that time? Scott was arrested because um, I was planning on leaving to start with. Um, I had made plans a couple weeks before that. I had talked to my sister from Texas and I had a girlfriend living here in Harlan. Um, when I had to go to the grocery store or something, I was taking clothes and stuff out of the house and storing them in her garage. Um, the day before we were supposed to leave, we had went down to Omaha and I had on a red t-shirt and he got mad at me because I had on a red t-shirt. Um, ultimately, 
began a fight about me wearing this t-shirt. Um, that is when he took his finger and uh, poked me in the eye and um, I had told him I had an appointment the next day so that I could out it was and, and this was a period of two weeks I had told him this for two weeks and I just wanted to leave <laughs> He told me that night when he poked me in the eye, I was holding my eye and my eye was bleeding and he said, oh, don't effing worry about it. You're going to be just fine. But he ultimately told me when we got home that I couldn't go to this appointment. I knew my sister was going to be up the next day. So I tried to contact my sister at my friend's house. Uh, she was not there at that time. Um, I took and I called early in the morning. I had to sneak the phone to make the phone call, and I told her I don't know what I'm going to do. He will not let me go to this appointment. Why did you have to sneak the phone? Because if he would have heard me, he'd have beat me again. Then what did you do? Um. I was at the house. Um, my girlfriend, I had told my girlfriend that as soon as she got in contact with my sister, that she, they needed to call me at the house. Um, they started to call, but he wouldn't let me answer the telephone. Then what did you do when that happened? Um, I was in the house wondering what I was gonna do. Um, How did you ultimately get out of the house? By the, sh the deputies. Um, he had us in this bifold closet standing in front of the door. When the deputies came to my, first of all, my friend came to the house. Um, trying to get somebody to answer the door. He wouldn't answer the door. They went to the bar. Now let's go back. Scott would not answer the door? No, and would, would not he? allow me to answer the door neither. What was he doing to keep you from answering the door? He had me in the bedroom. And where were the children? With me. And was he keeping everyone in the bedroom? Yes. Then what happened? Um, they called the deputies and then a little while after that, there's a knock on our door again. Um, he went and looked out the curtain and said, did you call the cops? I said, no. Um, he just started going ballistic. What did he do? Um, his first comments was that I called them. Um, he put us in the closet and stood in front of the door with his foot so that we could not get out. Somehow, did you ultimately get out of the house? Yes, I did. And how did that happen? Um, I had told my girlfriend I had a key, and I had put the key out back um, that in case I needed somebody to come in there, uh, the key was there, and, and she was in such a frenzy that she couldn't remember it. Um, 
She even told the deputies to throw a brick through my window and break in. And they could charge her with burglary, but she knew that we was in there and something was not right. The deputies got the key and came in the front door. So she ultimately remembered about the key. She yes, she did. And they got into the house. Yes. And was Scott arrested on the spot? Yes. Did that then provide you with the opportunity to leave and go to Texas? Yes, it did. And you did do that? Yes, I did. How long were you in Texas? Um, until April of 2001. While you were down there, did you uh, attempt to do things to improve your life? Uh, yes, I was going to counseling. Uh, I started nursing school down there in Texas. While you were in Texas, would you hear from Scott? Yes. How often? Many times a day. Would other persons contact you? Yes, he was calling my mom all the time. He was calling my sisters all the time. Did you go back? Yes, I did. <clears throat> was your family happy about that? No. In fact, you sneaked back, didn't you? Yes, I did. Why? Um, because I knew that they didn't want me to go back. And ultimately, my older sister didn't talk to me for over a year because of it. Why did you go back? Because I wanted to keep my family intact. My, my major issue was my family. What happened when you went back? He was fine for a while. He was taking his medication. He was going to counseling again. During the uh, period of time that uh, you were gone to Texas, uh, did Scott indicate to you what he was going to do with himself? He was going to kill himself. Did he tell you that repeatedly? Yes. Did he ultimately come to Texas? Yes, he did. What happened when he came to Texas? Um, he came to my house and begged me to come back. What kinds of things did he tell you that convinced you to come back? Um, that he would try and, and he would be a good husband. Did he say anything about his state of health? He told me at that point in time that he had hepatitis A. He had been diagnosed with hepatitis A. And did he tell you how that was going to affect him? That he was going to die. Did he make you any promises about your nursing? That I could come back here and continue my nursing. And you did come back? Yes. After a while, what happened? 
after you'd been home for a while, back in the defiance? Uh, he started beating on me again. How often? Two or three times a week. How badly? Very badly. Was there an incident in Okaboji? Yes, there was. Can you tell the jury about that? Um, I had been talking to my mom because he was acting really funny. Um, I had been talking to my mom. My mom had been up earlier. Um, he... I told her something is going on. You know, I said, I can't pinpoint what's going on, but something's going on. And she told me to start looking at my house. Something was not right. So I ultimately looked, I didn't find nothing. When I went, uh, one day he was gone and I went down to his shed and I found drugs and so I flushed him down the toilet and went up to Okaboji a couple weeks after that. Um, the first morning, my little girl wanted the television on to watch cartoons, and he was still sleeping. And he um, woke up in a rage and started beating on me and told me, I don't care if you call the sheriff, I'll go to jail. Get that effing TV off. The second, twice after that, um, he beat me up because I had flushed his drugs down the toilet. One time he got mad at me and bit a bru or bit me on the leg and I had a bruise from one end of my leg to the other end where he had just bit me. Just why did he bite you? Because he was mad. What were you doing? Sitting there. Was there uh, an incident about mashed potatoes? Yes. I made supper one night. Um I made mashed potatoes for supper. He came in and told me that they was god awful, that they was too runny, and took the plate and busted it over my top of my head. Do you guys have a lawn tractor? Yes, we do. Did anything ever happen with that lawn tractor? Uh, he ran over my legs with the lawn tractor. Why did he do that? Because I wasn't moving fast enough for him and didn't know what I was doing.